Welcome to My Friend Linda, a podcast about all things pop culture, told through the filter of two generations. Hi, welcome to uh, the second episode of um, My Friend Linda. I forgot, I forgot what we called it. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, before we do, today we're going to be discussing Stranger Things, season one and season two. So there are uh, some spoilers. Uh, so be careful if you haven't seen it, which I doubt it because like every person on the planet and probably people on the space station have seen it. And so, uh, but if you, if you are one of those six people that have not seen it yet, then you need to, to be careful. Anyway, so uh, my name's Greg and this is Safa. And uh, we are uh, the co-hosts of My Friend Linda. And last time we didn't really explain why the podcast is called My Friend Linda. Uh, my friend Linda in itself is an inside joke between me and my father, Greg, and it is derived from pop culture. We Linda was centered around this pop culture, and I think that's why we made our podcast with pop culture. It all ties back to Linda. Every, everything so, actually ties back to Linda. And so we'll be referencing her in... <laughs> quite a bit. Quite a bit, and, yeah. And Linda, she was, you know, she is like the, the perfect person, God rest her soul. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So hopefully she'll come come into this story at some point. But uh, yeah, Linda is the the heart and soul of the podcast. So you'll get to know her. Over time, we'll be yeah. discussing her more. She'll pop up in a bunch of things. So look out for her. Okay. All right. So uh, let's uh, move into our discussion of uh, uh, Stranger Things, and it's kind of hard to kind of to you know find something new to say about it there's been so much press about it i've seen those you know little boys little boys i don't know they're what <laughs> those they're kids 13 14 right? i know they're they're like young men right yeah okay i've seen those young men pop up everywhere i was like opening the pantry and there they were promoting the <laughs> <laughs> would you like to watch stranger things season two you know i think for such young kids, they're getting so much popularity. If you've seen on the news, a bunch of there's been a lot of controversy around them too, and it's not anything bad. It's about like a fan was like, oh, they're 14 year old, they're so inconsiderate for not talking to their fans, and a bunch of things popped up like, oh, you're so inconsiderate, they're 14 year olds, mm-hmm. they should be. They, how would you feel if your 14 year old son was being harassed by a middle aged man? You're right. Yeah, I, I think it it's pretty pretty strange how uh meteoric their rise to fame has been you know it's been like at first with season one you saw it was increased but with season two it's just spiked in popularity they've been on jimmy fallon you know james corden Mm -hmm. and even like uh, a bunch of like tumblr if you look one of the things that's most popular right now on tumblr is a bunch of like stranger things memes discussion boards and stuff Mm -hmm. Did you see the, were you the one that showed me the Stranger Things that's uh, done in the style of uh, Arthur? Yeah, that was, there's this <laughs> you know, BuzzFeed the article. Kids show Arthur, yeah. It's fantastic, yeah. It's really good. <laughs> so, to start this, I, I have a, a, you know, 
a good question for you. It's like, what is it about Stranger Things, especially the second season, that you love so much? I just love how, you know, Will's come back from being in the Upside Down. You know, there's a couple characters missing. Rest her soul, Barb, you know? Really miss her. But, um, you know, at first... It seems like, not to spoil it too much, but it seems like everything's going okay. Will's back. He's okay. But you know what? You think with the second season, nothing else can change. But I think it just exceeded expectations. You know, you've got a couple stories going on at the same time. You've introduced a couple of new characters. And I think that's good. Like, when season when series come back for second seasons that this first one was so hyped up for, sometimes they won't execute it well. But I think they've executed it perfectly. They released it during Halloween time, mm-hmm. which is good because they're in the spooky mood, I guess. Mm-hmm. Everyone's getting all prepared. And they hyped it up with good um, entrance trailers if you see and i think they've executed their um coming in perfectly yes so can i ask what was it about the first season that you liked i just liked how uh it was set in the 80s that's something you don't really get to see often like most things will happen in like a fantasy world or in just a regular 2000s 2010s but i like how it went back to the 80s and it took this sci-fi that you saw from like et and it took people who were born in the 80s like or around in the 80s it took that sense they liked from that and they put it into a show and i think they executed sci-fi perfectly they made this uh overarching theme with a couple of side plots and i loved the characters like steve harrington will byers you know dustin uh lucas mike the trio was perfect can we talk about the the real hero of season two which is steve harrington's hair oh (laughs) you know i think steve harrington's hair went from not even him it went from i can take your daughter out by nine to uh she calls me daddy too (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh you know, I've been thinking about that first season and why I really fell in love with it. And I and I think that for me, growing up in the 80s, uh, that, that there is something that rings so true, but it's kind of wrapped in this uh, reference to two elements that, that really defined that period of time for me, which was the Stephen King references and the um, obviously the Spielberg references and how it's kind of a, a, a nice mocha swirl of those two. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that a lot of shows that go back to pop culture will take things and influences from that and I think Stranger Things took a lot of sci-fi references, a lot of, they took, you know, the Goonies kind of they took um, what's it called like you said Steven Spielberg and I think that a lot of junkies movie junkies who were born in the 80s and grew up in the 80s you know I think that's why people love this series because they're getting the um, joy they got from like E.T. Mm-hmm. and they're taking that back totally. into the show yeah. yeah now I think you can totally talk about that because you were around yeah yeah so i i kind of want to ask because i'm curious about this but um when you look back at that that sort of reference to the 80s what do you um what do you think about in terms of um what do you think about in terms of that period of time is what is the sense of that period of time that you get from that so before i came 
and watched uh, Stranger Things, I think um, I was focused more with the 80s since I didn't really know. I was thinking more. It came out of the 70s, so that was like you're out of the disco era and you came into mullets and fanny packs. And that was what I... Vibrant colors. Do you realize this is the second time you've mentioned fanny packs on this show? I think I really love fanny packs. <laughs> I'm going to have to get you a fanny pack for Please Christmas. Please do. <laughs> but uh, um, I, I was going to say, you know, the thing is, is a lot of people don't realize this, but um, th- that this early 80s is basically an extension of the 70s. That's like the, the like the early 90s is actually an extension of the 80s, you can especially s- in small towns. I'd say that when you think of... Voice tracked. Okay. When you think about the uh, 80s, like you said, it's an extension just with poor fashion. But I think when I watch Stranger Things, I don't get a sense of, oh, it was just a time of terrible clothing... Uh, decisions i think wow you know what maybe i'd like to go back into the 80s and feel that joy with my little cassette players uh (laughs) old cars yeah so how does that how does that work to make the story more successful do you think i think instead of like it's not as cliche a lot of uh tv shows now like i said are taking place in the early 2000s or 2010s and that I will watch a show that uh, takes place in the 2010s, and I'll be fine with watching it, but I think I enjoy it more when it's set back, because as a millennial or Generation Z, I don't really get to see as much as back in time. Mm. And I think watching something now that was been filmed now, but it takes place back, I kind of get a sense of, oh, that must be what it's like back then. Mm. So you think it's an accurate reproduction of that period of time? I guess. I mean, there wasn't well, there wasn't a secret organization <laughs> with the lab that was testing on uh, kids. I yeah. guess. maybe. Of, of course, there's the, those elements that are fantastic, and that's the Spielberg and and um, Stephen King references that come into play. Uh, but but uh, there's the a, a thing that you and your sister were complaining about, which was. The free-range kids in the 80s. You were like, it's so unrealistic. Those kids are going out night and day. I think... And I they're think... going and they're just forgetting about their moms and dads. And they're just going out. And what are they doing? That's your sister talking. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I had to say, hey, dude, mom would kick us out after breakfast so we wouldn't sit in front of the TV. And then we would go out, and sometimes we wouldn't come back till after dark, especially in the summer, you know? I think that's what shocked me the most, because living in this uh, Muslim household, mom's, like, <laughs> super strict. You can't go out, call me, text me where you are five minutes every time you go out. I think it shocked me that kids could go out and be lo- If you look in Stranger Things, like, especially season two, the parents of, like, Mike, the Wheelers, both Nancy and Mike are gone through half the season. Parents just don't care. <laughs> and I was shocked. Like, wouldn't you be concerned about where your child is? But it, you, you have to understand, actually, it was the parents weren't that. I don't think a lot of parents were really that um, loose with their children, I guess you could say. But um, but you, you have to remember that those parents, like my parents, they were actually, you know, 
grew up in the 50s, it was a completely different time. So by the 70s and early 80s, they still had this idea that, you know, kids could go out and kind of explore. I used to ride my bike downtown when I was like in second and third grade. And you guys would never do that. Yeah, third grade. Can you believe that? No. I used to go to the, the five and dive and get a bunch of candy. Oh. So, but anyway, you know. So okay. let, let's go back to discussing the show. Okay, I'm going to shift gears a little and ask you, who is your favorite character through season one and season two? You can change, but uh, mm. just overall. Uh, I, I have to say, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's an ensemble. It's a group, and it works really well as a group. And I think... I can't pick one out. That's like a Sophie's Choice question. Don't don't ask what that means. But uh, but uh, in season two, I, yeah, I'm like everyone else. I I, I really like the Sean Astin character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think with me for season one, I'd have to say I really like Dustin, mm-hmm. or like I like the whole ensemble of uh, Lucas, Mike, and Dustin. I think it's a such a um, uh, what's it called? Cliche answer to say, like, yeah. one of the four boys. Yeah. And Did you I'd like, like Bob? I liked Bob. I think he was a good character. Yeah, Bob Bob is the Sean Astin character. Yeah. You know what? It really surprised me that Sean Astin... I, I thought, in my mind, watching Stranger Things Season 2, I was like, where have I seen him before? And it's so surprising to me that, you know, he wasn't in just one influential thing. He's been in The Goonies. He's been yeah. in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I didn't rem- I didn't know he was in Lord of the Rings. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, of course, he's oh Sam Wise Gandhi. Like, yeah, yeah it's, he, it's spectacular. He's a... Uh, He's such a good actor, and uh, and the reference to the Goonies, of course, that direct reference is is important for that. You know, kind of I think that world. I think after knowing that he was in the Goonies, just watching him as an adult with uh, Will and like uh, Mike and Lucas and Dustin watching them, I think, you know, it it makes me think, wow, he must be thinking about his time playing with the, playing um, in the role for the Goonies. Yeah. So I was really interested in this idea about the uh, stuff coming out of the lab and coming from from this other world and kind of digging underground and, and starting to affect the rest of the uh, of of uh, of the town. And so uh, I was wondering what you thought about that, what you thought the meaning of that was. You know, the, the demo dogs kind of coming back and, uh, you, uh, you know, coming out and, and, and starting to attack people in, in the real world as opposed to this kind of fantasy. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll agree with me, but I think it might be like a metaphor for something. A metaphor. Okay. And what do you think it might be a metaphor for? Uh, so, like, you get this throughout the series, you get this underlying theme, but I think it it may just be a metaphor for you know the sev- uh, the 80s oh, okay so maybe the sort of fantasy of the 80s beginning to kind of th- that sort of reagan era that that you know the the sort of whatever it is that that made up that era becoming uh the, the sort of fantasy of it kind of coming into the reality of the the real world yeah and i'd say it also i think my thing is that it may also represent 
the bad fashion choices you guys made <laughs> in the uh, 80s. Why do you say bad fashion choices? Because, like, in the, to me, like, the, it's a leftover from the 70s, right? But but by the by mid-80s, people were starting to, to dress very differently. And there was, it, it, like, bad fashion's really, like, the 70s to me. I think it's the, you had mullets, you had fanny packs, again, and you had uh, brightly colored things like Miami Vice or something like that, (laughs) the white suits with the neon colored t-shirts. Yeah, but see, that was in reaction to the 70s. But you know, here's really the most important question of of the day. What character, did you take the BuzzFeed quiz, and so which character are you? And the Stranger Things uh, uh, genre. I got Will Byers. Okay. So I think BuzzFeed is trying to tell me that I should just get lost for the <laughs> no one needs me around until it's important to the plot. <laughs> okay. I I got the Demogorgon. <laughs> no, actually, I got Barb, which is just as funny if you think about I, it. I could see you as Barb. Yeah. I'm, so... You took another quiz. I, I I saw you taking another quiz. What was that second quiz? Which uh, the quiz was which Stranger Boys character would you date? Could you date? Yeah, I was, and what did you get? I got Dart. <laughs> <laughs> Dart and is this like little, I don't know, fetus-looking thing. It's like a little like tadpole, but it's tadpole, uglier. Yeah. Uh, and they put this great pun there, and the pun was a uh, hill. Uh, He'll flip your world upside down, <laughs> literally. I think we're going to have to end it on that note. And uh, next time, we're going to be talking about the translation of anime into live action and talk about some of the, the things with that. Yeah, and that'll be very interesting. So uh, name some films that have been turned into live yeah. actions. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, Naruto... Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. So those are some films we'll be discussing. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, yeah, yeah, that's a really big one. I, I haven't seen any of these. Yeah, I, I, We're going to have to do our homework. Well, maybe we get to watch some movies. Yeah, okay. Okay, so well, uh, see you next time. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>